welcome to episode 570 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you're a Grinch or a Santa this holiday season, or not, or neither. You you can opt for neither. I'm a Who down in Whoville. That's nice. Yes. Somebody was like, do you know because the Whos celebrate Christmas, that means that there's a Who Jesus and he was crucified with the Who machinery. And I was like, oh my God. What? Like that is some. I, th- I think that who's in this story. Okay. In this story, I think that who's are like ancillary to humans. Like humans also exist and who's okay. also oh, exist. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. there's just human. You Jesus. don't want to think about who's crucified. No. Somebody. <laughs> Jeez! You know what's funny is the Grinch is a who. Oh, Don't yeah. Don't you think? Like, he looks like them. He does look like them. I think that that is part of, like, you know, the untold story. <laughs> because I always thought of the Grinch as, like, a separate beast, you know? Yeah. As, like, a Grinch. Like, he's not just the Grinch. He he's is a, a Grinch. Grinch. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> Which now is that its I own think thing. about it, he is a who. Of course he's a who. Well, that's, that just paints a whole different picture on the whole event. I, mean, I think that that is kind of part of what people have pointed out in the past of just saying, like, hey, he was ostracized in a way that perhaps made him behave in this manner. <laughs> if you're forced to go live in a cave yes! and then be crucified by the Who Society. Wait a second. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. I was going to call myself a conscientious objector to Christmas. Oh, instead we went on a whole who tangent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On today's episode, because it's the end of the year, we are going to be celebrating with one of our favorite episodes. It is the 2023 Crimby Awards. Yeah, we're going to have a little recap of the sets that came out this year and talk about our opinions of them. But then, of course, we must award many awards. We have so many awards. They're very important. The sets and the cards vie for these every year. They come to this episode dressed up to the nines. They put those little like flyers in magazines <laughs> yeah. that are like for your consideration. For your consideration for card of the year. Exactly, the card of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have to we have to do it. We're yeah. we're beholden to the society of cards uh, in which we live. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna take a look back at the year, take a look at the cards and the big events that shaped us in our magical life for 2023. Absolutely, which is very exciting. Wow. But before we do any of that, yes, we have people to think. That's true. First and foremost amongst them are you, the listeners and patrons of this show, especially the patrons and especially the new patrons. Thank you so much to our two new patrons, Ernesto. Welcome back, friend. Welcome back, Ernesto. And Timothy. Timothy. Ernest, don't you, Ernest, know you're the best? <laughs> That one I feel great about. That's a really good one. I feel really good. Welcome back, Ernesto. Um, Oh, And Timothy. That's a long name for a pun. Oh, (laughs) Timothy. More like Timothy. Things that are great is you. And you're all three of them. All three. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is what I get for being so on my high horse about my first pun. Timothy. Oh. All three things about Timothy are great. Yes, exactly. Tim, there's Timothy three great things about you, at least. One at of which least. is your patronage of the show. <laughs> I don't want to be like only. I feel like only three. <laughs> oh, if you want hey, a you pun. Three great things is actually pretty good. If you think about it. How many uh, things? Okay. Okay. Well, we, you, probably, into it. you probably want to have a lot of good things about you, but how many truly great things about Ooh. you do you? you think that there are that's a great question i would say that three is like a pretty a good, solid number good number because otherwise you're verging into like jack of all trades master of none territory yeah that's true so there you go interesting oh, anyways i'm gonna ponder that thank you tim a three for helping us <laughs> really consider what it means to be great at something we are recording this episode slightly early because of crimbus right around yes. the corner so if you uh pledged or increased your pledge after the 21st we'll get you in the new year yeah so thank you so much everybody you can become a patron over at patreon.com slash glhf magic and we have a big announcement about patreon because yes 2024 our patreon is gonna look different everyone it is changing it's changing we're giving it a little infusion for the new year 
Twitter. Yes. Uh, the biggest thing that you need to know right off the top is that our release schedule is changing with these changes. Yes. Because to give Maria a little bit more sanity for editing all of this work. For 2024. <laughs> and to give our sanity. patrons the benefit of getting these episodes early, we are moving our release schedule for the upkeep and for the podcast. Yeah. So for the upkeep, it's going to stay the same for everybody who is a patron at $5 or more, which is Monday, mm-hmm. which is when we record it. So you get the news hot off the presses. For everybody else, the release publicly will be Tuesday. So just a day later. Uh, for Good Luck High Five, we're shifting things a little bit uh, to the right. And <laughs> that's how I think about it when I think about calendar. <laughs> when you're looking on the calendar, you- <laughs> To the right. (laughs) To the right. So patrons, your episode release day will be Wednesday. And for the general public, the release of Good Luck High Five will now be on Thursday. I think this will make things a lot better for my brain and also uh, to give you some options to see see and hear the episodes before anybody else. With that, we're also changing our Patreon tiers. Uh, Our tiers will start at $2, which is the tip jar. Tip jar! You, of course, get access to our Discord. Yeah! You know, it's great. It's a fantastic Discord. And we want everyone to have access, even if you've just got, like, two little bucks to throw our way. Exactly. So that's what you get for two bucks. Um, at the $5 tier, you're a high-fiver. Yeah, I love this name. Of course you get access to the discord still you'll get an episode pun shout out all of them are magnificent i don't know why your note says magnificent or terrible because they're 10 out of 10 bangers Uh each and every uh single one of them yep absolutely never done a bad one never never you'll get the early episode release being the first to listen you will have no video ads when you watch the podcast and you will get access early access to our commander episodes yeah so the the high five for tier is great for if you want early access to all this stuff and get the pun shout out and everything so the way it's going to work is your early episode access will be in patreon so you'll be able to watch the video in there so that's how you're going to get it without any ads and then youtube will be the public release which will have ads on it because hashtag that's how youtube works That's a long hashtag. Yeah, yeah, it is. So the early stuff will be in Patreon. Uh, will you be able to watch ad-free, which is great, and early before anybody else? Next up is $10 GLHF Influencer. All right. You can influence. Influence us. You, of course, get all the previous rewards. You will also get voting and deck submission rights. Sick. Your opinion matters. You will be able to vote on and submit ideas for upcoming Commander videos. Yes. How about that? You will get some exclusive wallpapers. You can decorate your digital world with good luck high five themed wallpapers for your phone and desktop. And you will get influencer perks. You can have insights and influence our content. Yeah, I think this is great for anybody who's like, I really like the fact that you're kind of doing some more material in the commander space. And you're like, I'm a huge commander fan. I think there's like the commander level. We can also call it that (laughs) because you get to help us choose what decks we're going to play. We're going to shoot for having a new commander video for you every single month. Wow. Which is live play. Huge value. And if you want to make us play whatever you want, you can. You can pick some bad decks. (laughs) I will happily play a bad deck or a great deck. Um, and you get those cool wallpapers, which um, for the first for the first offering, we have beautiful art from our friend Chris Rodriguez. Yeah. And it's really amazing. So uh, excited to offer that at uh, $10 a month. And finally, there will be a $20 tier Patreon producer. Nice. All the previous rewards. You get an extended episode. You know, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about X-Files. Wow, I have some thoughts. <laughs> I forgot to bring up, Maria, I texted oh, you wow. one of the most important things yeah, that I that thought is, about X-Files recently. I, I mean, like, you are right. You're right. <laughs> you know, other stuff like that that only you can access. You will have a private RSS feed, which will give you exclusive access to those extra long episodes. You can have direct topic influence, suggest and vote on discussion topics for the extra long episodes in a private Discord channel, and you'll have credit as a Patreon producer. Yeah, I think this is a great tier for anybody who's like, I really love Good Luck High Five. I listen to them every week. They're a big part of my life. And if you want to celebrate that, this is like your level because we're going to call you out at the end of every episode for supporting us and keeping us on the airwaves coming out of your cat's mouth. And you get longer episodes every single week. Every single week! Wow. If you're like, I want to make Maria and Megan talk about X, not X, like Twitter. Please don't make us talk about that. Although, do you know what? I would talk about that. (laughs) You can pick that. I meant, you know, If you want to hear a real tangent, (laughs) you could pick that topic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the perfect 
it's the perfect level for anybody who wants more tangents because our yes. episodes will be longer every week just for you. And those will be available audio only in a special RSS feed for you through for Patreon. You. We'll teach you how to do it. It's very, very simple. Um, and, and if you're yeah. like, hey, I am already a patron at a level that gets some kind of physical reward and I have not received it yet. Will I still? The answer is yes. Yes. If you become a patron or already are already a patron before the end of this year when this stuff changes over, don't worry. You will still be getting your physical mailed rewards. Yes. But obviously, as you have noticed in here, starting next year, we are switching all to more digital style rewards. Yes. Mailing is fraught with many complications. You all... I can, truly, it's for my mental health. I cannot receive another bounce back package. I know it's so sad. I cannot sad every get time. another package bounced back. There is something that it does to me on my insides. <laughs> and if you're somebody who is a Desolation Twin member right now, which is anybody at forty dollars a month or more, don't worry, your pledge is not going to get deleted. It's going to stay there. You're an invisible ghost tier. You're a ghost host tier. Essentially, wow, forty dollars <laughs> ghost host tier. You become ghost host. <laughs> And like there, you, you simply are ghost host. You are ghost host. You are the ghost host. <laughs> but you'll go. You know, you'll get everything from twenty. So don't worry. You'll still get everything if you want to keep being at forty. And if enough people are like you guys, we want a forty tier. Make us a ghost host tier. I don't know what extra stuff we could put in there, but okay. Uh, that's simply how don't you, worry are about it. you are ghost host. You are ghost host. It'll still it'll still work. We're gonna send an email out with all this information to all of our current patrons to help you parse it a little bit better. Don't worry about it. But it is happening January. <laughs> first okay <laughs> for because because a new year is when new things start uh, new january year. 1st um what else was i gonna say about this uh anyway this this is a big change for us yeah. so thank you for coming with us on this ride and we hope to give you more value for more bang for your buck through this yes. new system specifically the stuff that you want which is us yeah. playing silly games of commander um, us having silly tangents for you yes you know the things that you come to good luck high five for because we're silly yeah, and we, we want to give you more of that. And so we hope yeah. this gives you more stuff. Um, and so please join our fam, BAM, in 2024. We would love to have you. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. And to close out the year, big thanks for a year of support to Card Kingdom. Every every year. Every Thank year. you so much, Card Kingdom. They've been like, our bestie honestly, for a long time. Yeah, they've, they've been a great sponsor. They are, you know, sponsors come and go. Yeah. This is the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> um, but they have been there the whole time. Yep. We have always worked with wonderful people on our end that communicate with us. Yes. Um, which, again, is just so like important. not always the case. It's so important <laughs> and it's really lovely. They always reply to emails. Yeah. Card Kingdom, they reply to emails. It's incredible. Uh, we love them. You <laughs> can that's check. a slogan for you, Card Kingdom. <laughs> check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Uh, get whatever you need for your magical life here to celebrate 2024. Do you know I just put in an order at Card Kingdom? That's wow. right. Wow. I sure did exciting maria does it have something to do with your commander that it just might and let me tell you like i've you know resisted the pull of commander for so many years yeah and then i started to go on card kingdom and look up the cards that i think i want to put in the deck yeah um and all of a sudden it was like (laughs) uh oh was it (laughs) crimbus was it crimbus yeah, because you know how I love to like bling yeah, out decks and you stuff. Do. And so like it's just a really it's a Maria trap. <laughs> Commander is a Maria the trap. Maria trap. <laughs> I've been Maria trapped in Commander. And for anybody who wants to know what deck I'm building, um, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> because, oh. Because the people have voted. Yeah, I, it's true. I decided to go with what the people wanted and across all platforms where I asked, which was on Twitter and on our Patreon Discord, the winner was Ural. Yeah. So I'm going to be building a big Boggly Boy pants deck. Nice. And I started my, my order, and I'm very excited to get my shiny, shiny cards from Card Kingdom. Yeah. Um, so cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Go there and get Commander Craft. <laughs> Let's talk about the year that was 2023. Wow, Maria. A lot of magic sets. That's true. We had a lot of stuff this year. (laughs) A lot of stuff. We're going to talk only about like the big sets of the year. Yes, the major releases. Because otherwise we could talk for forever. We could. There was so much, like you said. There was so much. There were many remastered sets. I could once again spend this entire episode talking about cons of Tarkir. Yep. I love it. A lot of it's commander really releases. Uh, oh, I'm talking about it now. Oh, no. I can't <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, no, it's I happening. It's about, happening. It's somebody stop her. Stop her. 
Uh, but we're just gonna keep it to the main releases. But before we dive in, I have to ask you, like, right now, here we are at the end of the year, thinking back over everything that happened. Yeah. What is your impression of magic in 2023? Aggressive. Yes, that is true. We talked that about that is last my impression. episode. Yeah. Really, really aggressive draft formats. Yes. Like, and do you know what? I honestly, that is truly, I hadn't thought about it at all until you asked me yeah. right now. And that is the, the first, first thing that, thing came, to that came to mind. It, it, it's, ex it's exceptionally true. The data backs it up. 17 yes. lands confirms it was the fastest draft set maybe of all time within yeah. a year. Um, certainly with um, on Arena. That is very true. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And just playing concept here now um yeah. thinking about it I, people had kind of wondered like oh will that format keep its pacing it is notorious a little bit of a slower format mm -hmm. and it yes it is even on arena yeah is the answer so it is it has not been specifically something outside the design of the sets that has been making them faster it is the sets themselves so let's name off our major set releases in 2023. All right. We had Phyrexia, All Will Be One. One. We had March of the Machine. Two. And I'm going to put in brackets, March of the Machine, The Aftermath. That Two. doesn't really count. 2.5. Lord of the Rings, Tales of Middle Earth. Three. Wilds of Aldrain. Four. The Last Caverns of Ixalan. Five. Um. So yeah, Uh. that was a jam-packed year. Yeah, it really was. What? What's your take? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, just reading this list, do you know which set I... I forget out of this list. Ooh, uh, March the Machine. No. Oh. Wilds of Eldraine. Wilds of Eldraine. I keep forgetting that it happened. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, it was certainly not the impact uh, as the first Eldraine was. Exactly. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. And maybe it is. it kind of felt like one of the more squished ones, like it wasn't around as long. Yeah. It did kind of feel Something like that. Something about it. It didn't really leave as strong of, a, of a, an impression an with me. An aftertaste. Exactly. Um, for me, I, I said March of the Machine because for me, Phyrexia All Be One, March of the Machine yeah. kind of blended together. Yeah, that's very, um, very fair. Which was a comment that they know people had about mm -hmm. about last year, about this year. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. Um, I was most excited for Wilds of Eldraine when yeah. I was thinking about what was going to come out in 2023 mm -hmm. because I really liked the theme, the top-down design. Um, and I guess, I think maybe you're right. It just didn't have the punch yeah, as original Eldraine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Which of these do you think was your favorite? Good question. God. Um, that's really tough. I, I think I can say pretty. It's gotta be I Lost think, Caverns. Right? I think it might be Lost Caverns. For me, I think it's either Lost Caverns or Lord of the Rings. Yes. I really liked Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think I liked Lord of the Rings based solely on the fact that they got to do it. Yes. And it was so cool to it see it. It was so cool. In magic. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be my Lord of the Rings vote. But also, Lost Caverns would be my vote for playing in Limited because yeah. it's just got the coolest stuff. That's Yeah, that's very true. So Lost Caverns has been... An, the format of that one, I will say, feels like it has slowed down some. Okay, that's good. Which is nice. Yeah. I've found myself enjoying it a little bit more in the past couple of weeks because it felt like it's come more into a place where it's not quite as blazingly fast as it initially was. Let's remind ourselves of the things that happened on these sets yeah. um, over the year. Starting off with Phyrexia All Will Be One, um, uh, to refresh your mind, the mechanics in this set were things like poison counters, um, proliferate, the new toxic mechanic, which was a reworking of poisonous. You, and you know, a great solution. I agree. I think we like, toxic thumbs up. Yeah. I think that was a great one from this set um, and kind of the takeaway for me, for sure, from Phyrexia Albion was toxic. It was an excellent change. Um, there was Corrupted, which I'm trying to like, I'm like, I remember because it was tied to toxic. That's why. Otherwise, I would be like, I don't yeah. know if I would remember it. And for Mirrodin. Oh, yeah. For Mirrodin. For Mirrodin. weird. That was but a do you know what? cured ability equipment. Equipments have a year, I think. Well, yes. And I mean, you invented a great equipment mechanic. Yeah. Which we kind of saw. Which we kind of saw this year. Um, when you're thinking back over the set, what is your like your memories or takeaways? Ooh. I, I mean, the little, the chorus. The one, one, for the one, one, one for one. Yeah. That makes a, that makes a one, one, when it dies. Yeah. That little guy. Corrupted chorus or whatever. It was really good. That is the card that is in my head. Yeah. 
I, I, my takeaway from this set was that I was sad that a poison deck did not exist in standard after yeah. this was released and it never was. It had a brief moment at one tournament and then it never happened ever again. And that made me really sad because I think that when Wizards releases a set like this that's leading heavily on a theme, they want that theme yeah. to be represented. Crawling chorus. Crawling chorus. There we go. That's what it was. And great art. Oh, terrifying. Um, And it just didn't happen. And that's kind of like one of the things we're hoping yeah. to address with this new three-year rotation in standard. Will mm -hmm. it? I don't know. But um, that was something for me. Takeaway, sad. Didn't yeah. have an impact on standard we in the way I wanted. We got there eventually. So. We got there eventually with a with a toxic deck. But yeah. It took it just took some time. Um next up, March of the Machine. Um Yeah. This battles. had battles which I mean that I think is maybe one of the biggest takeaways. Yeah, for sure it is. I I loved I loved battle. We were wondering what battle was for a very mm -hmm. long time because we knew it was going to be a keyword in the set but we didn't know what it did. Yeah. And we had a lot of guesses and all of them were super wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could not guess. No, I had Megan on this knew. Set and knew. Yeah, you knew, but I didn't and everything was like way off base. Nobody <laughs> even came close as far as I could tell I mean, for people guessing yeah. online. It's a wild mechanic. Yeah. It's and a wild new thing. I think it's very cool. It's probably among my new favorite things of the year. Yeah. Um. So battle, uh, great. We'll give a crimby to best new mechanic next episode, but I loved battle. Yeah. We also had incubate, which were the little, the you know, eggs. the little gross Phyrexian yeah. <laughs> incubators, which was, you know, a thing. And then backup, which is one of the many different kinds of plus one, plus one counter abilities that we have seen yeah. i think one of the most successful yes, to be fair i agree which is very cool because backup is the one that gave it the abilities like if it yeah. came into play and it if you put the counters on something else they got the cards the abilities end until the end of turn yeah which i think was very very cool i think backup was my favorite of these yes. kinds of mechanics that give yeah, a right like giving out counters is a per like a perennial mechanic type yes and backup, I think it's definitely one of the most successful of those so far. If you need a gift this holiday season, con consider giving out counters. <laughs> um, March of the Machine, like I said, it felt samey to me um, because of yeah. Phyrexia will be one. Um, I know that they try to differentiate them, but I just don't. I just didn't feel it so much in my bones. Yeah, I agree. It was a, it was a little harder to to feel the difference between those. Uh, next up, we had Lord of the Rings, which. What a home run for Wizards to get this so IP. So cool, yes. And also, I feel like, right, there's so much worry going into this. Like, what is it going to look like? What is it going to feel like? And the answer is, like, it's great. Yeah. It was fun. It felt true to both Magic and to Lord of the Rings. It did. Which it is, a great is such fit. a cool thing. Yeah. I I think they, they really nailed it um, with the art on the set, with the way oh. that it played out. Um, it was Yeah, it was so cool. With the one of one, one ring. One of one, one ring. I loved that promotion. Now being shuffled up by Post Malone somewhere oh right God. this moment. I hope he's not shuffling it. <laughs> he put it in a deck. Did he really? Yes. In my head. Okay. I don't know why I thought this, but in my head, he put it like in a glass case in his house with like fancy lighting and like <laughs> a museum trigger if anyone was to try and like steal it. I feel like Post Malone was like, I'm going to play this. Wow. Yeah, I paid a million buccarinos for that bad boy. Yeah, um, I think more. And I think that two I, million. Two million. Yeah, I I loved that promotion. It's like golden mm, ticket Willy cool. Wonka style. Yeah, I just thought it was fun because you're always like, oh, I could open it, you know, and you never yeah. will. But you think maybe I could. <laughs> we had the really cool panorama arts of different things. Yes, which were beautiful all really art. Great. Beautiful art treatments. Yeah. We had the new mechanic, the ring tempts you with the ring bearer. Yeah. Um, which I thought was very cool. Kind of difficult to keep yes. track of. You know, okay, it was one of those things that, yes, it is complicated. It looks complicated to deal with. <laughs> you have to have a different card. You have to have a different card. You have to, like, have the, track. the little thing to track your ring bearer. But I will say, play it out, not wildly complicated. No, no, like, no. It played out fine. once you play it, which is where you want things to be. I thought that was very cool yeah. and a really neat way to uh, to play with this mechanic that they built. We had a mass and food tokens in this as well. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, the ring tempting you was the main mechanic yeah. takeaway. And here in this slot is normally where they put their core set in the past. Mm -hmm. And so now I we talked about it, I think, on another show. Like we're using this slot to be a universe's beyond um, core set, quote unquote. Yeah. 
I think is a kind of a neat thing they could try again. It was nice. It was more, it was nice to have something that had a lot more flavor to it than a corset. Because yes. corsets notoriously not super flavorful. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of like a graham cracker <laughs> before they added the sugar. Before and they stuff. added the sugar and stuff and made them taste good. Because they were not originally made to taste good for <laughs> reasons. <laughs> Wilds of Eldraine. Um, we've already mentioned didn't feel like old Eldraine. No, did not feel like old Eldraine. Because old all. Eldraine was busted AF. So busted. Not in a, necessarily a good way, but it did bring in adventure, which was like a really exciting, fun oh, new mechanic. So yes. it really felt like a, a sea change when we had Wilds yeah. of Eldraine, and we just didn't get that with with this one because we already had the adventures obviously i mean it was just great to have adventures back yes i agree loved adventures i love adventures fabulous invention we also had the new roll tokens i do like the the roll tokens yeah enchantment types yeah which were cool i liked those yeah some cool gameplay involved with like being you like you just needed to have one exactly. or else like your deck couldn't function how you wanted it to yeah. because of bargain. Um, Wicked being like a really excellent one where it's the one that when it leaves the battlefield, it, your opponent loses one life. Yeah. So being able to build decks that like function around that being able to get like the last little bit of life. Yes. Which was very, very that cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that the roll tokens are my favorite invention there for, from the new Wilds of Eldraine. The other being Celebration. Oh, yeah. Celebration was fun. Which is just very, very simple. Did exactly. you attack with three creatures? No, it did two things. Did two wait. things enter the battlefield. Did two things enter the battlefield. Yeah. That's right. Did two non-land cards enter the battlefield. It was a cute animation on Arena. Exactly. It's cute. <laughs> Again, it was like, it's a nice... Uh, it also had some nice ways to play into it, like different cards that would make two permanents. Again, with like the roll yeah. to- tokens, a lot of yeah. stuff that made a roll token exactly. was a creature that made one. So a lot of like easy ways to trigger it even early on on turn like three or something like that, which I think was quite good. And finally, we come to Lost Caverns of Ixalan, um, where we are currently living. And I just mentioned is my yeah. favorite uh, draft set of the year. Uh, yeah, maybe it's recency bias, but I think like mine also. You know, I, I I truly don't think it is because I think that despite the fact that it is fast, yeah, and maybe slowing down, there is so much. There's so many fun things to do within the yeah. format that it doesn't bother me necessarily as much as it would. Oh, and I love like I love map tokens. Map tokens are great. Map, map tokens are so good. Simple, elegant, just like a blood token, just like a clue or a food. Yes, they nailed it. Discover was is very fun. It is. It's been cool to see some people come up with like the different, like drafting the different discovered decks where you can trigger it multiple times. Some people have posted some cool ones of those in our Discord, which I've really enjoyed seeing. There has been some people who have gotten the card banned from yes. <laughs> standard. You know, if a set has a card that has to get banned yeah. in Pioneer immediately. Oh, yeah, Pioneer. Immediately. Great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Great. I feel like, you know, we're doing something right. Good job. Uh, Descend, interesting. Yeah. Um, Find one of the least interesting of them, right? Like, meh. But craft for me is a standout here. Yeah, craft is very, very cool. Um, And I think one of the reasons why there's like so many artifacts. Artifact in my mind is in the last like year is it's one of the, the card types. The artifact. It's been the year of the artifact. You're right. It is. It has. Remember, I think that when we started playing Magic, you artifacts were, were a joke yes artifacts were junk honestly well so equipment was very bad equipment was junk and artifacts were junk we're not talking about skull clamp okay yeah we're not talking and we're not talking about we're like talking about affinity like we're talking general. about just like in any general you go to a draft you sit down at the, at the pod and you like don't take artifacts ever no you I would probably like you would probably go an entire year without drafting an artifact and putting it in a deck. Yeah, you and just that's might. not a thing you now just because might. they've done so many different things to make artifacts to really like pull up the quality of those cards. Yeah, I from agree. From prototype over a year ago with Brothers War to stuff like craft now. Um. So yeah, I think craft fabulous. Thumbs up. Yeah. For craft. Um. Looking back at this year, I would call it kind of like meh as far as the set releases were concerned yeah um because nothing really jumps out and smacks me in the face with greatness which is what i'm looking for yeah but that's not to say that i didn't have fun playing all of them because obviously i did particularly lost caverns of ixalan um Yeah, yeah you know it was i think it was 
uh, lightly underwhelming. Yeah. Not strongly. No. There were, like we like you said, there's some stuff I really enjoyed. Lord of the Rings to me stands out. Lost Caverns of Ixalan really stands out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like we've, there, I think there have just in recent years been sets or years with like multiple like bangers for draft yes. in them. And this was simply not one of them. Yeah, I agree. Um, we've mentioned it, you know, it being really, really out of the gates fast was yeah. kind of uh, a downer, but I'm looking ahead to 2024, which has a lot more new different stuff and 2025, yeah. um, Very which exciting. I'm, I'm excited about. Um, We've let's had, get into some murders. Let's yeah, murders are kicking it off murders. with a set I'm very excited about with yeah. murders at Carl of Manor, murder mystery. Yes, did you see people posting about the spin down die? No. By the way, so the conceit with murders at Carl of Manor is you are also as the player very meta solving a mystery within uh-huh. the game. So there's some going to be some kind of overarching mystery that everyone's got to solve. Uh-huh. And people posted a picture they of the spin down dies that you get in pre-release kits uh-huh. and they're missing a number. And people were like, oh, is this a production error? Did they forget to put one number on these dice? And then other people were like, no, this must be a clue in the mystery. Wow. And I love that. That's great. I think that's very cool. Yeah. I don't know what the mystery is. Are we still solving the overall murder? Someone's going to solve in like five minutes in Australia before yeah. anybody else in the world. But, but you whatever. know what? <laughs> um, I, just, I just think that's cool. So I'm, I'm excited for next year. We've gone over the year that was. Let's celebrate the best of the best and the worst of the worst in Magic the Gathering with our annual Crimby Awards. All right, Maria. Yes. Unlike the Oscars, we're going to kick it off with the big one up top. Yeah, we don't do that to you. We don't no. make you t- wait till midnight when the kiddos are asleep. Um, best set of the year goes, goes to Lord, Lord of, of the, the Rings. Rings. Yay. I mean, it was just so much fun. It was so, like, it was so cute. The art was so great. Really memorable. Really memorable. It was so much fun to play. And a big swing for Magic, honestly, yeah. to do the huge Universes Beyond, full first full set release yeah. in Universes Beyond. A lot of people could have been very, very mad. But they honestly weren't. It worked out. It worked out great. It worked out great. It was a great set, great art, like you said. Lord of the Rings, congratulations on your crimby. Next up, we have best set for draft. Yes. It goes to Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Yay. Congratulations. It's a very fun draft format with lots of stuff to do Mm -hmm. in every single draft. Cool onboard interactions. Um, It is a little fast, which uh, we could say about almost every single set of the year. I mean, that's true of every set this year. So so. we can't really hold that against it. Honorable mention, though, of course, goes to the return of Cons of Tarkir. Absolutely. Wow, it's just a banger. It's a true banger. It's just a non, it's a non-stop banger. I, I saw somebody mess, uh, say that, like, hey, can we bring back draft sets that have, like, more vanilla creatures, more creatures that kind of are yes. less powered? And I kind of feel that in my heart when I read that. Exactly. You know? Like, there is, there's, like... Um, I was just remembering Bellowing Saddle Brute, mm-hmm. which is the four or five for three and a black that if you didn't attack this turn, it deals four damage to you. Yeah. Which is just like, yeah. and that was an enormous creature for this set. Yes, it was. So, you know, y- yeah, please. <laughs> I feel like we've just said two things because, well, I have. I've been like, I like Lost Caverns of Ixalan because there's so much to do on board. Yeah. But I also like Cons of Tarkir because it's a little bit more straightforward and the power level's not nuts. It's but exactly. I just miss how can it. I ha- How can I say both of those things? Yeah. I you don't know, know. They're both true. Okay. They can both be true. Okay. Congratulations true. on the Crimbies for the best <laughs> set for drafts of the year. Now we come to a very coveted Crimby, which yes. is our card of the year. Maria, what is our card of the year? Congratulations to Atraxa Grand Unifier. I mean, what else what could it be? What a card. <laughs> what a card. So much card for card. The well, most ever I mean, card for One of the most ever card, card for card. card. Right here. Will you read this lovely lady? Uh, Atraxa Grand Unifier. Three green, white, blue, black legendary creature Phyrexian Angel. She's a 7-7 with flying, vigilance, Death Touch and Life Link. Beautiful. When she enters the battlefield, reveal the top 10 cards of your library. For each card type, you may put a card of that type from among the revealed cards into your hand, put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. So you can, you, I mean, like, right, like you regularly would draw somewhere between three and five cards Absolutely. off of this. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, you know, it was a big piece of a standard ramp deck. Yep. It, 
has re- like it's a popular commander. It is the most the most popular commander. commander. It's replaced Gristlebrand as the creature to cheat out in Legacy and Vintage. It replaced <sighs> that's in Gristlebrand. I never thought I would see the day when Grizzlebrand went packing. To be honest with you, me neither. Atraxa, but here wow. she is to be like, hey, seven sevens, <laughs> seven sevens unite, but actually seven sevens <laughs> yeah. kick each other's butt and you get out of here. Wow, Atraxa yeah. truly well deserved. I would say as our card of the year. All right, moving on to something much different, (laughs) drama of the year. Something really well and truly close to the hearts of Magic the Gathering players. (laughs) Really, really, really. Uh, Drama of the year, Hasbro layoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Coming in, you know, at the end of the year, the real kicker. I mean, what was going to be the drama of the year if we didn't have that? I I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure there'd be something. I mean, there's there's always small dramas every week. Exactly, but this was really... Really bad. Really bad. Take your horrible, sad crimby. Take yeah. Take your crimby, you <laughs> trash monster. <laughs> Go back out to the dumpster where you belong. Uh, next up, we have the biggest change of the year. Yeah. So I would say that the biggest change of the year goes to de-sparking planeswalkers. Yeah, we had a lot of planeswalkers lose their spark this year. Yes, we had so many, you know, so many characters that were used to being planeswalkers, and now they are once again creatures. Sahili, they m- a are creature just Hwatli, they just walk now. A creature who else? Like who knows who else we're going to see in the future? Yeah. As a creature as a, that used to be a planeswalker. Yeah, and there's a big change in that we are now only getting one planeswalker a set. Yes. Which I think is a huge difference from where we were last year sometimes. Like, yeah. even the year before when it was like, well, how many planeswalkers did we Remember get? Remember War of the Spark? Yeah, I was like, how many? <laughs> like, a planeswalker 30? <laughs> yeah. I was like, peak planeswalker, and now, now we're, we're dipping back bottom down. bottom planeswalker. Yes, one planeswalker a set. And, like, that also comes with now the characters being able to travel through the omen paths. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we get to that's see them true. on different planes. Yeah, that's no a good point. What. Um, the other uh, runner-up for this award was the fact that we were going to shift over to play boosters, but I, oh, yeah. that's a big change this year, but it's not going to be implemented until next year. Exactly. So we'll see if that's the Crimby for 2024. For 2024. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, my favorite category of the Crimby is best art. Yes. This is non-variant art, everyone, so this had to be in one of the main sets. Because otherwise, it would just be... It would be almost impossible, I think. Impossible. It would be truly impossible. Um, there's just so much great art in Magic, and we love celebrating it. Yes. So I'm going to actually bring this up so I can describe the art to you, because it's just beautiful. So let me first talk about the the runners-up. Uh, runners-up, congratulations to Crawling Chorus. I really loved Disgusting. the art of this. Terrifying. Excellent. Somebody did a yeah. cosplay of it this past year, which was really great. <laughs> yeah. Inga in a Sika was oh, and that rainbow bridge, rainbow bridge, amazing with the cats pulling the chariot across the rainbow. Yes, loved it. I was a huge fan as well as of Goldberry River Daughter from oh, Lord oh. of the Rings, which yeah. is a truly beautiful portrait piece of Goldberry, who was just beautiful and uh, show- showcasing different body types and magic art as well. And I just was a huge, huge fan of this thirst trap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we also had we did really good in uh, Wilds of Eldraine as well, Minstrel. Oh, great one. I love that art and I love that card name. Restless Cottage was another incredible art from that set, the land that could turn into a creature. Um, And from this final set, Uchenbach, the Great Mistake, which was another of my favorite card names and a great, great amalgamation, weird demon creature on the on the front of the card, which uh, but Maria, yes, you must give us the true best art because that was a lot of runners up. It sure was. So. What card topped all of those? The card that made it through as best card of the year for art is The End. Oh, I mean, it's gorgeous. Congratulations to The End with fabulous art by by Donato Giancola. Uh, this is from Wilds of Eldraine. It features a stained glass window with a horse and rider having just burst through it towards the viewer yeah. a- and shattering the window and the shards are coming at your face and you see us an eyeball and a scream yeah. in the red shard of glass. Oh, so good. I think really incredible. It, I think it's amazing. It reminds me of Suspiria, one of my favorite movies of all time. And I'm a big fan of stained glass art and magic. And we've been getting quite a lot of it over the past few years. So congratulations to the end. 
And I think it's a truly head and shoulders above the rest. Amazing piece of magic art this year. Next up, we have best flavor text. Nice. And this goes to Adaptive Gem Guard. Oh, great. Which has the very cute flavor text left to their own devices. Gnomes re-engineer their own devices. (laughs) (laughs) Big snaps for that one. Snaps for that one. cute. Uh, Congratulations on your Kirby Adaptive Gem Guard. Uh, We're also going to dovetail that into best card name for 2023. Yes. Uh, There are two runners up. We have, once again, Minstrosity. Great name. Great name. And Dinotomaton. I love Dinotomaton. Really nice portmanteau. It's fabulous. Portmanteaus can be iffy, but that's a good one. I know a lot of people pronounce this card wrong (laughs) because you're just like Dinotom or I don't know what. (laughs) Dinotown? But if you're like Dinotomaton, you sound very cool. Uh, But the best card name this year it goes to Candy Grapple. Candy Grapple. <laughs> so great. Congratulations. Also some, some terrific art that goes with it. Oh, excellent. Hiding a person. It's just really, uh, really good. Really gross and creepy and a great, great name. Yes. But of course, that has to pair with worst card name. Yes, it does. And that goes to... I, I hate this word. I hated this art. I hated this card. Canker Bloom. I don't want to think about that. It's so gross. Take apart those two words. I don't no, want them together. It's awful. No, thank you. Pass. Uh, just really bad. Just pass. Runners up to no. squirming emergence. Also terrible. And incubation sack. Also terrible. <laughs> really? Both of those. Pretty horrific. And I want to give a special shout out to weirdest card name of the year to Malcolm Alluring Scoundrel. Because <laughs> Malcolm is just a is weird name. Malcolm? <laughs> to give it. It's like this epic bird card. That's exactly. like it's like a legendary. It's like a yeah. really good card, and its Malcolm. name is Malcolm. It's like naming it Frank. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congrats on your crimbies. Congrats on your crimby. Uh, next up, we have best magic moment. Yes, which goes to Cons of Tarkir returning. Yeah, it's just huge so moment good. for us. We have been waiting for a Cons of Tarkir for since it came out. Exactly, <laughs> and basically ever since it left and like the next set arrived. Yeah, yep. I we have waited for a return to Cons like for yes. Cons of Tarkir just to be able to draft Cons of Tarkir again. Yeah, yeah, and and um, now here it is. Here it is, and it's on Arena, which it's, is huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, so I think it was my favorite moment of the year for sure. Oh, it's just makes me so happy. Um, that is also related to our next Crimbio category, which is just a nice time. This is just a nice time. <laughs> Something that happened in the magic world. That was just, just nice. nice. Just a nice time. And we had multiple uh, winners this nice year. Just a nice time. First is a Reed Duke winning his first pro tour. Oh, yeah. Congrats, you know, Reed. Long time coming. Yeah, it certainly was. You know, Reed had done well for so, so many years in pro magic, but had never clinched the biggest title of winning that pro tour. And he finally got it done uh, with pro tour phyrexia so congratulations to reed that was a great moment i think then my personal moment was (laughs) was when i absolutely (laughs) called world championship winner johnny emmanuel de pro nailed it yeah it's true wow you did really a great moment for me (laughs) you know you could you could the great movement for john emmanuel de pro also for him yeah also for me. <laughs> Just want to be clear. Also for Here, me. Here's your creepy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have the category of cutest card of the year. Oh, Maria. What a category. Yeah. Really tough this year because we did have a lot of cute cards. So many cute cards. Especially in the last two sets. Uh, the first two sets yeah. really lacking. The last two sets really made up for the work the first two mm-hmm. sets did not put in to this category. I'm oh. calling them out. <laughs> um, by the way, you know, you can search Scryfall by using the command is colon cute to get a list of all of the cards that have been named cutest card of the year. Yeah. Um, this year we have Bill the Pony as a runner up. Oh, Bill. Great pony. Great pony. So cute. Cheeky house mouse. Love a cheeky house mouse. Yep. Stealing mouse. I love it. Lord Skitter's Butcher also gets a runner up. You because love a mouse with a job. Love a mouse with a job. You, oh, uh, he's different a kinds of jobs. You love a rat with a job. Yeah. <laughs> but the winner for the overall cutest card of the year can go to only one card, and that is none other than Regal Bunicorn. Congratulations. Uh, congrats. Just a, a bunny unicorn. There's the, no way it can't win. Yeah. Let's get real. Yeah. A lot of people thought it should be the little frog. And I say, I think the frog is cute. The death touch frog. Yeah. Um, and, but it's like I said, it's a little pandery. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
was usually when I would give a crimby for grossest card, but you know what? I've just decided not to revisit things that made me grossed out in 2023. So we're skipping right over it. The winner is me. Uh, next up, uh, the crimby for most surprisingly good. Yes. The... A crimby for this in draft goes to Sweet Tooth Witch. Couldn't have seen it coming. I mean, honestly, except that it was also good the last time that it happened. <laughs> that card to me, I don't know, always it's just, good. Just so underwhelming. And then good. you pick it and you're like, oh, just no, kidding. It's really this card good. is really good. I will take as many of that card as I could possibly get. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just as many. I would. I would play as would many of them as I drafted. Twenty three. I would play twenty three Sweet Teeth Witch is. <laughs> Uh, and for constructed, uh, the winner is none other than geological appraiser. You're too good, so good it had to get banned <laughs> almost immediately. One card combo, <laughs> one card combo. Geological <laughs> appraiser, enjoy your creepy. Con- congratulations, you were too good, and we barely knew ye. Yes, uh, best reprint of the year. Yeah, um, this goes to a card that has somehow retained quite a high value despite yeah. being reprinted, which is Mana Crypt. Yes, so this was a special guest card in Lost Cavern of Ixalan, still about 185 bucks. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, the card is also beautiful. Just I mean, really beautiful. Gorgeous. So congratulations, yep. Mana Crypt, for best reprint of the year. Next up is best returning character. And of course, this goes to our boy Quintorius. Get back in here, Quintorius. He's, he's back and he planeswalk. Yeah, I mean, what it was his it was his time. It truly was. I saw a, a video of an elephant um like planeswalking. <laughs> You won't believe it. I saw it like the, they put the camera down by its uh-huh. trunk and you could see up the trunk into the elephant. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of like that's weird. Life, the life as a cheeky house mouse. Really? Don't all el- all elephants planeswalk? Yeah, it's a good point. If you think about they it. They do. All right. So they kind of had to make Quintorius one or else the riots that would have yeah. ensued. How about this category? Do you remember this rare? <laughs> the... <laughs> The crimby goes to Baluna Grand Squall. If you're sitting there thinking, trying to conjure up an image of this card in your head, we don't blame you because you literally who can't. Re- no one can remember who dis. This is <laughs> who this. Who this? Uh, this is the Baluna Grand Squall. She is a giant noble. Uh, she is from a, a Wild of Eldraine. Yep. Four four for green, blue, red. Trample permanent spells you cast that have an, an adventure cost. Uh, Oh my god. (laughs) Trample. Permanent spells you cast that have an adventure cost one less to cast. Yep. And she also has an adventure. Seek thrills. Two green, blue, red. Instant mill seven cards. Then put all cards that have an adventure from among the milled cards into your hand. I've never seen this card cast in a single game of magic. I've never opened her in a pack. I don't think anybody has literally ever cast this card. Baluna Grand Squall. Congratulations on your crimby. Okay, but that's also how I feel about our next card, which is is called this card doesn't exist. Oh, yes. And I truly believe this card does not exist. Brass's Tunnel Grinder. I was looking through the list of cards that came out this year yeah. for like for the Crimby for this. Yeah. And I saw this card and I was like, I have legitimately until this moment <laughs> n- never heard of nor seen this card. Wow. Maria, I had no idea this card existed until just one a- hour ago. <laughs> Somebody has cast this against me. What? So I did recognize it, but it was like once. What? I literally no idea. This is two and a red for an art legendary artifact. When it enters the battlefield, discard any number of cards and draw that many cards plus one. At the beginning of your end step, if you descended this turn, put a boar counter on Brass's tunnel grinder. Then if there are three or more boar counters on it, remove those can- counters and transform it. It transforms into uh, Tekatlan, the Searing Rift. Tap to add red. Whenever you cast a permanent spell using mana produced by the Searing Rift, discover X, where X is that spell's mana value. What? Yeah. No, I literally had no idea. I know. I remember seeing it across the table for me, and I was kind of like, what is? what are you doing with this card? And I don't think the answer was nothing. First time I ever saw this card was an hour ago. <laughs> Next up, a beloved Crimby for best elk. Oh, there were two elks two this elks year. Two elks this year. Last year, there were zero elks. Wow, a travesty. So good thing they upped their oh. elk game. Also, I need some more elks for my Christmas elk deck. Yes, <laughs> my reindeer true. deck. Uh, congratulations for your Crimby Tempest Heart. 
This was tough because it's just a very cute little elk here. Yes. This is a 3-4 from Wilds of Eldraine for three and a green. And it had an an adventure on it. Scan the clouds for one and a blue. Draw two cards, then discard two cards. And the creature itself was the 3-4 with trample. Whenever you cast a spell with mana value five or greater, put a plus one, plus one counter on uh, Tempest Heart. Cute. So I don't think a lot of people played that card, but it was a very cute, good elk. It was very cute. All right. Next up is the Siege Rhino Award for Least Missed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Siege Rhino's back, though. I have to (sighs) let you know I drafted it the other day. Maria, I've also drafted (laughs) it once in KTK. And how did that make you feel? Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Siege Rhino Award for Least Missed goes to Crawling Chorus. Yeah, this card. Do you know what? I don't miss it. It was annoying. It was so annoying. You kill it, it it comes back. It make might that also have toxic. It bad time yeah. it's just a bad time it's not dead didn't like it still don't like it don't miss it on that note wish it had made a splash is our next crimby award which yes. there's a lot you could say for this category the one that it calls out to me is what i mentioned already which is toxic decks yeah we had one for a minute and then it immediately went away and never came back ever again <laughs> and i was very sad about that yeah. because i liked the toxic as a mechanic and i liked the cards that made yeah. up the toxic deck so congratulations toxic decks you didn't get there maybe you will again one day Next up, best new mechanic. There were some cool mechanics this year. There were. But the Crimby must go to battles. battles. Congratulations. A whole new card type. I love a new card type. Yeah. If you're a new card type, you're probably going to win the Crimby. You're probably going to win the Crimby for best new mechanic. Because we, you're a new card type. You are changing the game. It's making it played three-dimensionally. Yeah. You know, it, this was Saga's award the year they yeah. came out. And battles, we wondered for a long time what you yep. were, and then we found out, and we were like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Congratulations, battles. Well-deserved Crimby this year. Next up, most innovative card design. And again, lots of things that you could put in here. Oh, absolutely. Battles could go in here for sure. Exactly. Battles could go in here. Craft. Yeah, craft. I do love craft. Also love craft. Uh, but we're giving it to the Praetors that turn into sagas. Look, we love sagas so much, we don't exactly. care. Exactly. <laughs> This is cool, right? And it's like, it, is. it was cool to be like, oh, here's yeah. them. Here's the story of like what they've done. Yes. Here's them. You know, very cool. Cool card design. Very powerful. Yeah. Congratulations on your Crimby. Uh, next up, most flavorful card design. This is a fun category. Oh, and it must go to. It must. This year, it must. It must. Go to the one of one ring. Absolutely. Like, of course. That's a flavor. What else are you going to do? Run. Home run. Home run. So cool. Wow. That one could go to no other card. Yes. Congrats. The one of one ring. Uh, the weirdest card, which is uh, is a great Crimby category this yes. year, goes to a very bizarre card that had a new ability that did not exist ever before, to my knowledge. Iker yep. Moon Gauntlet. This is two and a blue for a mythic artifact from Phyrexia All Be One that says Planeswalkers you control have zero proliferate and minus 12 take an extra turn after this one. Wow. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, choose a counter on target permanent, put an additional counter of that kind on that permanent. So it's giving different abilities to Planeswalkers. Yeah. Which I don't... I don't tell me if I'm also wrong. I've never seen this card in my life. It also does not exist. This is the first time I've ever seen this card in my it life. It doesn't because you never play you this. You never play it. It's yeah, really bad. That makes sense. But I mean, like, really, really unique and weird. Yeah, very bizarre. And I think people might have found uses for this in Commander or the like, but what a weird, very cool, weird, yeah. cool card. Uh, favorite pick one, pack one. Oh, yeah. This goes to Bat Colony. Yes. Congratulations, oh, Bat Colony. I love making a little caves deck in Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Oh, yeah. The caves deck is awesome. So fun. It's really fun. And there's nothing better than making some bat boys. Look, th- well, this should teach you that build around uncommons yes. are hugely loved by drafters around the world. Make three bat. Make three bat. Make three bat. Every time you make three bat. And do you know what? Do it's it all, and it's always good. I think that every time that I cast a bat colony, I would go on to win the game. Oh, yeah. And then you just put counters. Exactly. And then you put counters on things. Like, you can cast bat, make bat, put counter on bat. Sounds great bat. to me. Next category up is best bear, which is a 2-2 two, two for two mana. Now, oh. they don't print actual bears anymore. <laughs> it's true. They don't. There is simply no 2-2 two, two for two. There's no 2-2 two, two for twos, but there's lots of 2-2s two, for twos with additional abilities. Yes. Um, and I'm trying to find the one. What? There's a lot that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the winner this year is got to be one that's made a recent splash in uh, Constructed. Oh. Which is Amelia Benavides Aguirre. Yes. Uh, when <laughs> Best I mean, bear. Best bear. Combo bear. Combo bear. 
Combo bear Amalia. So we talked about her in our last episode with Judge Rob. White, black for a 2-2 legendary creature vampire vampire scout. Word. Hey, three life. Whenever you gain life, uh, she explores and destroy all other creatures if its power is exactly 20. And we found out that she's a great combo piece that people have been using over the past weekend and that she can go on forever in some cases. She can go on forever. She explore forever. She'll be like on exploring for the rest of the entire game. Um, So yeah, she wins best bear, I think. Last year we had a category that was most bear per card. Yes. Because we had a card that had a lot of bears in the art. This year there is not a lot of bears in magic art. No, but we do have Storm Killed Vanguard, which is my favorite bear. Yeah, I think it's a great one. This one, someone's riding this bear like a horse. Exactly. This is a cutie. It's a 6-7. Yeah. Can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. Big bear. A lot of bear. Good bear for your buck. So much bear. A lot of bear for your card, honestly. Yeah, a lot of bear for your card. (laughs) Uh, Now we get up to some personal card, personal crimbies. Um, This is Maria's crimby for the most Maria card. And this year, the award grows to none other than our little buddy, Skrelv. Oh, of course. Skrelv. You're such a Skrelv. I know. And the thing is that Skrelv has hexproof. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it can give hexproof, and, like, it, that just has to automatically be a Maria Crimby. Skrelv <laughs> is you. You are Skrelv. I would be so happy to be Skrelv. I'm just a little guy. Uh, it's Skrelv Defector Might, single white mana for a 1 1 Phyrexian Might uh, from Phyrexia All Be One. Toxic 1. Uh, can't block. Who cares? We're not blocking in this family. Uh, for <laughs> for Xy and white mana and tap, choose a color. Another target creature you control gains toxic one and hexproof from that color until end of turn. It can't be blocked by creatures of that color this turn. And it was a card in one of my favorite decks of the year, which we'll get to later. Congratulations, Skrelv. I love you. Kisses. Next up is the most Megan card of the year. And that crimby goes to artistic refusal. Some kind of counterspell nonsense. Oh, Maria it counterspell it draw cards oh okay yeah 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 this was for blue blue for an instant it has convoke it's from march of the machine so you can choose one or both counter target spell or draw two cards then discard a card what more do you want <laughs> seems kind of expensive nothing but it has format. convoke it does have convoke That's so you use I'm your saying. you use exactly. little guys you use your little creatures and you artistically refuse someone <laughs> Great. How would you artistically refuse someone? I would paint them a painting that says no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a listener favorite category, the most what is this card of the year? Yes. And the most what is this card of the year goes to none other than Breach Breach the the Multiverse. multiverse. Partially responsible for one of the most busted decks that was wandering the magic multiverse. Breach the Multiverse. What if I what is people would just breach each other, like breach the multiverse on each other? Okay, yeah, yeah. Breach and breach and breach. You know, like will you read this card? Yes. Five black black phrase sorcery. Each player mills 10 cards. <laughs> For each player, choose a creature or planeswalker card in that player's graveyard. Put those cards onto the battlefield under your control. Then each creature you control becomes a Phyrexian in addition to its other types. This card costs seven mana. How, how is it a card that you reliably cast in but games? But do you know what? You can. And then you and get you, and you, you get you so do. much card for card. This card is incredible. So much card for card. I actually quite liked playing this deck and yeah. the decks that it spawned uh, after its release. But it, I would never expect a seven mana card to yeah. have that kind of punch in a constructed format. Next up, we have the most what is this deck oh, yeah. of the year. And that, of course, has to go to... Rakdos, Scam, and Modern. Yeah, absolutely. What, what is, is this, this deck? deck? This deck makes it? everybody mad. People, everybody and mad. And people playing it and everybody people playing mad. against it. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you know what? If you're playing this, you're kind of mad. Like, you're mad. I, I am, because I don't want to do that to somebody. But do you know what? It's a good thing to do. Yeah. So you, you, so you, you just have do. to play it. What is this deck? What is this I'm sorry. Deck? I, like, I get, like, you discard. I have creature. I You discard again. I still have creature. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Congratulations on your crimby. Wow. Favorite new deck of the year. Oh, this one for me goes to five color ramp. It was a great deck. I just love any time that you can play five colors. It's just great. We had, of course, we had Atraxa, Atraxa. who was making that yeah. possible. Yeah. And then we had Leyline Binding, yeah. which was also was just really so great. You know, casting it for a single white mana was very, very powerful. My vote for this deck of the year goes to, of course, Celestia Auras. Oh, you would. Which was around for only a, uh, only a minute in, uh, I want to say, Pioneer 
year. So this was the deck that uh, Reed Duke beat in the finals of Pro Tour Phyrexia. Oh, yeah, so this that's was right. piloted by uh, Benton Madsen. Yep. And it was a little Boggles deck that did feature Skrelv. So I, I don't know. I thought this was a very cool deck, and I was really kind of hoping for it to be in Pioneer a little bit more than it was. It had my favorite Light Paws, Emperor's Voice in yes. it, if you remember. Generous Visitor, SRAM, Senior Edificer was in this deck. Glade Cover Scout, a literal Boggle was in this deck. What more do you want? Yeah. I loved this deck. Where did it go? <sighs> uh, that could be a contender for our next Crimby, most surprising deck of the year. Yeah, I mean. Celestia Aura is certainly serious. in there. Yeah, for sure. But for me, it certainly goes to Azorius Soldiers. Yeah. Which people showed up with at the World Championship. We were just like, what? What? I didn't know that was a thing you could be doing. Yeah, I remember because when it like kind of came out, I was like, ooh, are we going to have a, an, a soldier's deck? Is that going to be something we can have? And then we just never had it. It kind of felt like no, but then it, it felt like yes. And then it just appeared out exactly. of almost nowhere. And then it did, like, we were like, it came to the tournament and we're like, it has no chance in this yeah. metagame. And then it did pretty well. Exactly. Uh, of course, Simon Nielsen yeah, made it right. into the top eight. And in fact, into the semifinals. That was definitely surprising. Azorius yes. Soldiers with a comeback. We didn't even know that was going to come back. Exactly. <laughs> uh, next up, the Crimby for best crossover of the year. This yeah. is a Crimby that's becoming more and more of a thing as the universe is beyond continues to expand. And for that you know, reason, we have to give it to none other than Lord of the Rings. Of course. So good. Just a really, really true banger yeah. of the crossover this year. Really great. Ex so good. We already talked offense. about it. Really yep. good. Congrats. Next up, we have nonstop banger of the year. And this goes once again <laughs> to Full Art Lands because they don't quit. They, they won do list not last stop. Year, they won this year. Exactly. Never stop, never stopping. Hopefully they'll win every year. That's what I have to say. I know. They're so good. They're so They're, good. We once again had some incredible full art lands this the year. The Lord of the Rings ones. What are you going to do? Fabulous. The map lands. Map lands. Amazing. The ones, the special ones that are in um, Lost Caverns of Ixalan. Oof, so in good. Also incredible. Like just across the board, once again, so many great lands, full art lands. Huge land enjoyers here on Good Luck High Five. Nonstop bangers. Uh, and then the crim before that was this year, <laughs> which goes to something unsurprisingly that did happen at the very start of the year, but also was it the start of this year? <laughs> yeah, apparently it was Dominaria remastered. That was this year. That was this year. Okay. I don't remember it being this year, but if it, you say, it was, if you say so, you know, it's going to win next year. Ravnica remastered. It's gonna be Ravnica remastered. <laughs> We're going to be like, what? Okay. Yeah. January, the start of January, Dominaria remastered came out. Yeah. Uh, I, if you say so, yes, but that's what the facts tell me, but I'm Berenstein bearsing it. Cause I don't believe it. Well, you know? Yeah. Um, and our final Crimby of the year goes to best story moment. Which, of course, must be the Planeswalker completions. Yeah, that was a huge... What a thing. Huge thing. What a gasp. A true gasp. Jace yes. losing his spark. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Um, Nahiri... Raska getting completed. Getting sword armed. <laughs> Nahiri being sword armed. <laughs> yeah, Vraska. Yeah. Uh, Nissa. Nissa. Wow. Big moment. Big moments. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Um, what a year. What a year. 2023 was. Yeah. Um, this what has been a time. very long episode, everyone. But thank you for staying, staying with us and, you know. For that best story moment, I'll yeah. tell you a brief X-Files anecdote. <laughs> because this is go. a phrase that we now say in, in our household oh, all the time. Great. Which is, there's the episode, uh, okay, look. Scully adopts the dog from, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, from uh, you know, the episode. Where she adopts exactly, the dog. Exactly, where she adopts the dog that ate its previous owner. Yeah, no big deal. And it's a very cute dog, but then they kill off the dog. It gets eaten by a crocodile. Brutal. Which Brutal is choice. A Why would you do that? I don't know. It's kind of shocking because nobody ever exactly. kills the dog. But during that episode, um, they're like later on, like, you know, she and Mulder are like can't be out thinking that they're going to get eaten by this lake monster. Yeah. And she just goes, poor Queequeg, because that was the dog's name. <laughs> and so now all the time in our house, we say, poor, poor Queequeg, Queequeg, when you feel sorry for someone or something, <laughs> they're having a hard time. And so, you know, you know, these planeswalkers. It is a say, poor Queequeg poor moment Queequeg. for sure. Sure. Yeah. Man, I can't wait till our $20 patrons get these extended episodes because like, know. who knows I how long so it's going to be. They're going to be like an extra hour. <laughs> I could talk about X-Files for a full hour. Did you hear? And they also have other topics. But. Yeah. Did you know, hear that? I, I don't know if this is true, but I did see 
I shouldn't repeat it because I don't can't verify that the, somebody's trying to reboot the X Files again, Whoa. but with with Dana and Fox. Oh, the, the OGs. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would think that would be very cool. Okay, I also have this to say <laughs> because I'm into season five now. We were not done. We were not done. Okay, I'm into season five now, which is where it, they're like it's a it's like more clearly shipping Mulder and Scully. Uh-huh. And this is so I've obviously I've gone down like the rabbit hole of reading about like oh back in the day you know some people were like adamantly not yeah and some people shipped them and for I was just like it was the original ship. Okay, it's just so ridiculous to me that you even think that you have to ship them because who else are they spending time with? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. They have no like, lives. Even, I don't. I have never felt the impulse to ship Mulder and Scully because who else is in their life? <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Absolutely. Legitimately, nobody. nobody. Like. No, that they they their work week is all the hours that are in a day. Exactly. It's like 100% of their time. There's like an episode where Mulder is forced to take vacation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know, oh man, we could get into it though. Anyways, I'm gonna, we I got to stop but myself. But anyways, it's just so funny to me that people like felt like like oh. one that you could say that like you're not shipping them or two that you feel like you need to ship them because I'm like I don't know. Is there anything more together than the fact that they spend a hundred percent of their time together? One hundred percent of their time. <laughs> Do you think that a year goes by where they have not seen each other three sixty five? No. 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 Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, that's my that's my tangent about that. <laughs> Well, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us for 2023. Uh, We're so grateful to all of you who continue to listen to our shenanigans every single week. Thank you. Um, Thank you to all of our beautiful patrons and to Card Kingdom for continuing to support us. 2024 is looking bright, I have to say. Yeah. Um, The stuff coming up is very exciting. We've got Ravnica Remastered, Murders at Karlov Manor. Follow up oh, commander decks. So excited for the murder mystery. Outlaws at Thunder Junction. Modern I worked on Outlaws 3. at Thunder Junction. You worked on that. Very MH3, excited for it. Assassin's Creed, um, Bloomborough, the cute set. Yes. And Duskmorn House of Horror, the Ooh. 80s horror set. I've uh, like, yeah, I'm really excited for Duskmorn. I think that that set's going to be really cool. What are you most excited for next year? Ooh. Um, probably Duskmorn. I think that was going to be very cool. But I think Duskmorn is going to be great. I think you're going to be really creeped. You're going to be grossed. There's going to be some I, oh, grossest cards. Oh, I'm going to be grossed. You're going to be grossed. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be grossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that might also be the one I am most looking forward to. Yeah. I, Murders at Karlov Manor I am as well, as well as Bloomboro being adorable. Modern Horizons 3, Outlaws. God. There's yeah. a lot, honestly. Great. I think it's True Bangers 2024. On I'm mean, True be real Bangers with you. 2024. And for everybody who wants to become a patron in our new year, like yes, you get a lot of Please. value. You get a lot of bang for your buck, everybody. So much buck. So much card for your card. Card for your card. Truly. So much card for card. That's the message of 2024. Good luck, high five. A lot of card for your card. Uh, so consider becoming a patron. And we'll see you next year. Bye.